With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, we're coming, all right. Frankie goes to Hollywood and relaxes. 1981, ladies and gentlemen. And after what has been a very crazy 2019 and decade, we are just hours away from a new decade, a new year, and the same old, same old. But yes, folks, we're not going to disappoint you tonight. Oh, no, we're not. Happy New Year, everyone. This is episode number 199 of Wrestling Revisited. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. And with me tonight is the human suplex machine, John Gross. As always, let's give you the number first, 1-605-562-0444. Call ID, 139926-POUND. You can join us right now for the next hour or so. And, John, as we start off a new decade and a new year, let us begin by saying first off to our friends everywhere, however, tonight, Happy New Year. And it has been quite an interesting 2019 year. I would, I would definitely agree. And after what happened last night, ladies and gentlemen, and what has happened this decade, however, it's just to say we might have reached an all-time low. And I do mean an all-time low. Before we get into that, folks, we want to, of course, wish all of our friends and family a very safe and happy new year. Of course, we hope it is a wonderful, glorious 2020, full of love, peace, joy, and happiness, however. And for those, however, who are not with us, however, our thoughts and prayers are with you as well tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, who are not with us tonight, however, as well. But, of course, we will be thinking of you this holiday in more ways than one. But before we get into that, don't forget tonight, 9 o'clock, we're going to have our 
Final revolution of the decade and of the year, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW, myself, along with John, the Heartbreak Kid, Gerard, Michelle, and the rest of the gang will be on 138055 pound. John will supply the birthdays and dates, which will be a very interesting final time of the decade and of the year, at least until next year, ladies and gentlemen. But also, I will have the news along with GTS Tower for the final report of the decade and of 2019. You definitely want to stay tuned to that. Plus, we're going to take a look back at what was a very controversial, a very questionable, and a very subpar show last night that happened not far from the WWE offices in Hartford, Connecticut. And tonight, folks, here on Wrestling Revisited, we're going to talk about that moment to begin the show here before we get into our big segment of the night, the good and the bad of 2019, how that happened, however, as far as the WWE goes and wrestling in general. But before we do... We want to thank, of course, all of you fans out there listening to us however, over the decade, however, and who have listened to us however, over the course of time this year and in the years past however, on all of our shows, not just this one, but Revisited, Debate, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, however, WCW This Morning, Raw Radio, where we are now at 222, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as of yesterday. And all of our shows. And to the people who have made our shows possible, to Gerard T. Smith, Michelle Lynn Dodds, Amory Rickenbach, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, the Big IQ Jeff Tears, the Rush Ron, the Rush Wright, uh, the Big IQ Jeff Tears, as I said, however, and the rest of the gang, however, who have started this show from ground one, however, till now. We thank you all so very much for listening to all of our shows, however, that have made it possible. And we also want to thank all of our callers and guests who have been on our show over so the years, right too. Including Michael Sam Houston, the late Manny, Manny Villalobos, the manager of champions, Mr. Bill Alfonso, Sonny Ono, and many, many more. We hope to start 2020 in a big way, ladies and gentlemen, however, with having more guests and more legendary people come on our show. But to those guys who have been on our show in the past, however, and who hope to be on our show in the future, we welcome you with open arms and we thank you for appearing on our show and telling us so many great stories. We also want to thank a couple other people who have been joining our shows, however, as of the last few months, including Danny from Oak Park, the Friday Night Delight, the Sacramento Slugger himself, and, of course, a few others as well. But as we said, folks, we're going to start talking about what was a horrifying, absolutely heinous, and absolutely just totally, just I, I don't know another H word besides heinous and uh, horrifying is all I can say about last night's show in Hartford, Connecticut. And, John, we saw what happened at the beginning. It started out good, but it ended. Like all sorts of things have done this throughout this year, and you've talked about it on your Facebook page, and of course we do want to talk about that in just a few minutes as well, as you can plug that on both of those in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll hear from John telling us about that in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. But John, as we said, it was heinous and horrifying, and it was just downright, just absolutely disgusting. I wouldn't say disgusting, it was heinous and horrifying, let's just say. Well, let's get your thoughts on what was a very, very disturbing show last night, especially towards the last 20 minutes of the show in the final bit of the final Raw of the year and of the decade in Hartford, Connecticut. It's time for Vince to go, J.D. I'm sorry, but it is. He's done. I would have to. Go ahead. He's screwed his superstars like he has done with CM Punk, John Morrison, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Emma, Alberto Del Rio, A.J. Lee, Ryback, Wade Barrett, Cody Roach, Jack Swagger, and the list is endless. And how do you think he's keeping all those storylines? Oh, that's right, rehashing them on the WWE Network and giving others like Baron Corbin, Brock Lesnar, and all the guys, and Lashley and London, and even Bailey and Sasha Banks. Free passes. And last night, folks, if that's not all, Howard, we saw one of the most disturbing, if not one of the most, I would say... AEW's taken over the rest of yeah, the Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in just a few moments, yes. And if I Vince agree. doesn't get the big picture, he's going to end up with this. He's going to end up somewhere yes, where he won't hurt the WWE anymore. Yeah. This is the 
tell me somebody's bitch in prison for for what you have done. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you're right. And after after what Vince has done, I would agree. I mean, a lot of people are talking about that last night. I mean, what happened in the Rusev Lana wedding, however, turned out to be a disaster. Not just for Rus or Lana and uh, Bobby Lashley. Excuse me. Rusev did show up, folks. He did crash the party. But not before Liv Morgan showed up, however, and proclaimed her love for Lana. As many people thought she proclaimed her love for Bobby Lashley. We've seen what's happened with Sonya and Mandy, however, being best friends, however, on SmackDown. Now they're switching over to Raw by doing this. A lot of fans were disgusted and disturbed, and they were chanting Boyd and Rusev Day. Some liked it, some didn't. But at the end of the day, Howard WWE is back to where they've been all year long, where they've been the last three or four years, with their TV writing. From guys of guys like Michael P.S. Hayes to Paul Heyman to, of course, believe it or not, Kevin Douchebag, Bucky the Beef, your tooth done. Disaster done, shall we say. Next week, it doesn't get any better. Andrade Cien Almas and his manager, Selena Vega, will take on Rey Mysterio in a rematch for the U.S. title. The title that Ray Jr. lost literally just five days ago in Madison Square Garden in Oklahoma City. We're going to see a triple threat between the Street Profits, the poor man's crime time of Montez Ford and Hawkins, taking on the O.C., Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers, the best tag team in the world as they proclaim themselves to be, taking on also, believe it or not, however, the Viking Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, or Eric and Ivar with an I.K. and A.R. Also, we're going to see the return of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman make his first appearance in two months. Folks, it's not going to get any better. they got The Bachelor going on on ABC. They're going to have the national championship game in two weeks in New Orleans while Raw is in Lexington, Kentucky, not far from New Orleans that very night, two weeks from last night. Folks, with the Rumble literally four weeks away and only one match signed so far, which is Becky and Oscar, which they made official last night in Houston in a rematch from last year, earlier this no, year. No, Brian and Wyatt is the other match. Oh, yes, that's the other match, folks. I forgot about that. That's the other match we forgot to mention. Thank you, John. Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Is the Royal Rumble heading for a disaster? in four weeks' time in Houston. We're going to find out, folks, and we'll talk more about that in the coming days ahead and in the weeks coming. But, folks, don't forget, this Monday, Raw Radio will be back for the New Year. We'll discuss that and also what we did for New Year's Hour. 3 o'clock p.m. will be the bell time. John, Fonzie, myself, and Nell, along with Mr. W.C.W., Michelle, and Gerard will join us. One three eight seven four 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 pounds Be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with Wolfpack Thursday night, one three eight five two one pound Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday. We will not have any shows tomorrow night due to the holiday, however, New Year's, however. But we will be back a week from Wednesday. But tomorrow night, AEW will be explosive in Jacksonville, as you mentioned, John. Cody Rhodes taking on Darby Allen. MJF will probably look for a chance from Cody. We understand, of course, the champion Chris Jericho and his buddy Jake Hager are looking to get the answer from the Mox. John Moxley, if you will, however, after being questioned just a few weeks ago before Christmas of joining the Inner Circle. We also have a fatal four-way women's match, which would be a great match. Riho, Britt Baker, um, Nyla Rose, and Amy Shakura. Amy Shakura is something for Chris Statlander, who is bound out of the tournament. Chris Jericho, of course, has a big week ahead of him as well, ladies and gentlemen. Friday and Saturday, he will be in Japan at New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 14 at the Tokyo Dome. Jushin Thunder Liger will have his final weekend as a pro, however, ladies and gentlemen. We've talked about this many times over the last several months. And he will be finally retiring once and for all this weekend, however, ladies and gentlemen, as to the Hall of Famer, I'm sure, down the road. And we wish him nothing but the best in his retirement. But with three hours to go until New Year's, or should I say five hours till the New Year, you can imagine the excitement is well underway throughout the world. And we'd like to wish everyone throughout the world, however, a very safe and prosperous, happy 2020. And as we said before, may be full of love, joy, and peace and happiness this holiday season. And to my friends at the Hot Palace, the bartenders of Dayton, Casey, Missy, and Jen, Happy New Year, guys. The Iceman, along with John and my colleagues, say Happy New Year to you and your families as well. Also to the Barfly regulars, they include Pat, Matt, Jason, and of course uh, Georgie and the rest of the guys, Howard and uh, Billy and them. Guys, the Iceman along with Wayne, Happy New Year, guys, from all of us here at TalkShoe. We wish you nothing but the best for your friends and family as well. This safe, happy New Year. And if I forgot anyone else, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to get it as best as I can. So again, happy 2020, you all. We hope it is a good one. 
to start the new year. Okay. With that said, there will be no moment tonight, but next week, folks, we will hit number 200 here on Wrestling Revisited. So, folks, we are coming up on history itself as we start a new year. And also, folks, it has been one full of uh, tragedy along the way, along with triumph, if you will. We lost a couple big names over the years this past year, including legendary figures like Harley Race, Mean Gene Okerlund, and Pedro Morales. We've also uh, seen some surprises that we never thought we would see ever in our lifetime. But, however, we're forced to watch and see, including what is happening right now in Australia with the wildfires over there in the land of Australia. And our thoughts and prayers with those people over there to the people of California who are also affected by wildfires. But, John, we're not going to talk about that now. We're going to talk about the good and the bad of 2019. Some good, some not so good. And, of course, we're not going to do this in any particular So, everyone, folks, however, get ready to sit back and hear our thoughts right now as we're going to give you our opinion of what has been a very crazy 2019. So, John, you are the leadoff batter in this uh, uh, final homestand of 2019, and it only is fitting because your boys, of course, won the World Series earlier in October. We want to congratulate them again on what was an unbelievable postseason run and capturing their first world title since 1924. What a run it was. So with that being said, you have the first at-bat of the uh, final uh, time in this decade and on the show of the year. I appeal to you, what is your first moment of the year? Kofi Kingston winning the WWE Championship. A very good point there. Very good indeed. Yes, good one. I like that one. Yes, Kofi Kingston, folks. Here is a guy who in February at the Elimination Chamber no one thought would ever headline a WrestleMania, who would always be a mid-carder at best. But yet he shocked the world, ladies and gentlemen, in front of 80,000 people, ladies and gentlemen. And he shocked them big, however, by beating Daniel Bryan at MetLife Stadium, became a champion for six months by pulling off the upset of upsets at the grandest stage of the mall in front of everyone and against a very good friend of his and a very unique opponent. The man known as Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, whatever you want to call him, Howard, gave him all he could handle. And at the end of the night, Howard, it was a new day, a new chapter, something that we never thought we would ever, ever see, like we said, but we did see it. And it was Kofi Kingston standing tall at the end of the night and becoming the world's heavyweight champion. What a moment it was, ladies and gentlemen. It was quite a moment that we shared on uh, all of our shows after WrestleMania back in April. I can remember that very well. Good moment there, John. Very good moment indeed. Thank you. My first moment is a good one, too. Let's go back to May. Let's fast forward the clock a month later. AEW starting their first ever pay-per-view, double or nothing, from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. A new federation that was going to give WWE some competition for the first time since the Monday Night War and would later transition into the Wednesday Night War. Cody Rhodes, Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Mick Madden, Nick Jackson, starting all elite wrestling. And when Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, shocked the world leaving WWE and confronting, however, Chris Jericho and some of the AEW newbies, however, that included former WWE wrestlers like Cody Rhodes. Like the Bastard Pock, formerly known as Adrian Neville, Goldust, Dustin Ronalds, if you will, and new guys that we've only heard of in other federations like ROH, New Japan, All Japan, like the Bucks, like Santana Ortiz, Proud and Powerful, like uh, uh, the best friends of Trent Beretta and, of course, uh, Chucky Taylor. But also, believe it or not, the team I'm thinking of, however, is um, Private Party, Mark Queen and Isaiah Cassidy. AEW has taken off into the stratosphere as we know it, folks. And it has gone to become very interesting on Wednesday nights to see for the first time since 2001, ladies and gentlemen, a new face, a new organization gave WWE all they could handle in the middle of the week, not on Mondays, but on Wednesdays, folks. And it was quite a challenge, to say the least, when that first show debuted back in October. But when they debuted on pay-per-view in May, however, many people thought, however, it was nothing going to be but a one-time thing. Well, guess what? It turned out to not be the case, did it? It turned out to do three damn good shows, and now they're going for a fourth show coming up in February. And with a weekly television show that's giving WWE NXT developmental all they can handle every Wednesday night on TNT, 
And with announcers like Tony Schiavone, good old JR Jim Ross, and Excalibur, AEW is the new kid on the block, and so far they are trying to hang with the best of them, and so far they're off to a good start. Yet they have stumbled a little bit the last few weeks. But I'm sure in 2020 they're going to rebound and get back on their feet, starting off with tomorrow night's show in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, it's going to be an exciting show. It will be entertaining, no doubt. And it's going to definitely make a statement, I think, coming into the new year, and maybe for many more years to come. At least I hope they do. But I would say AEW making their first pay-per-view debut in May was a surprise that no one, no one saw coming at this point. So that would be my first moment. So I'm going to go back to you for another moment. What do you got? All right, we're going to go back to another moment and flash forward up to September with WWE in Madison Square Garden twice. Yes, very good moment there. For the first time in about 10 years, WWE returned to the home in the backyard of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. A very emotional week to Saley's going in before one of their big shows, Clash of the Champions. They had a tough time selling tickets, however, mind you, for that show. But that wasn't the story, however. The story here, however, was, of course, coming back to the Garden. For the first time in a long time, WWE was back in their own backyard, however, if you will, however. The question was, however, would it be a successful show or would it be a bad show? Well, it didn't turn out to be a bad show, however. It was kind of a pretty interesting show, if you will. So WWE returning back home to the Garden, however, was definitely a very unique highlight in September as they came back home to New York City. Very good moment there. Well, talking about New York, that leads to me. Go ahead. You got to think about it too. Both Stone Cold and The Undertaker also made their returns as well. That's right. They made their returns into one of the most famous halls of them all. Yes, the Texas Rattlesnake and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the Dead Man Walking himself, the Phenom, the American Badass, The Undertaker, and the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Very good point, John. Yes, very good points indeed. Uh, Talking about New York, I'm going to stay in New York for my second moment. And let's go back again to uh, WrestleMania weekend. The Hall of Fame. The Hart Foundation going in and China finally getting recognized for her contribution to Degeneration X. What a weekend it was to be in Brooklyn, folks. What a weekend it was to be. X-Pac, Hunter, the rest of DX went in. The Hart Foundation and what was a very emotional time for Natalia Nightheart, believe it or not, and for her uh, Uncle Bretheart to give the anvil, Jin the anvil Nightheart, his time to shine. What a night it was, but it also came without a price. As a deranged, crazy psycho fan, how almost tried to ruin the night. At the end of the night, however, they caught the fan, how and arrested him, and he was sent to jail and spent the night in jail. Thankfully, no one was hurt or seriously injured, if you will. But at the end of the night, hour, it wasn't about who was hurt or who was injured, although we were thinking about we our thoughts and prayers with those people. No doubt. No doubt about it. And right now, I'm just watching, as you see on CBS here in the studio, some of the big New Year's celebrations that happened earlier tonight, including in Moscow, Dubai, Tokyo, fireworks, streamers. Everything was ready to celebrate the new holiday of 2020. Happy New Year to them. And Happy New Year to all of them indeed. Yes, very good point, John. But as I said, the story here was that China got her recognition into the Hall of Fame. And well-deserved, may I say. But also to one of the greatest, if not one of the top tag teams of all time. A team I grew up watching. A team I respected. A team I have always respected of all time. I think we all have. Whether we loved them or hated them, it didn't really matter. They were the best of the best, and they were from Canada. And they were definitely came coming from a very unique family tree. The Hart Foundation got their recognition and had their ticket punched into the Hall of Fame. So to China and to the Hart Foundation, to the other members of the 2019 Hall of Fame class and to the other Hall of Fame members class over the years, it has been a wild, crazy ride. But like I said, especially this year, to China and to Bret Hart and to Jin the Anvil Nightheart, we say congratulations to them, Howard. They are well-deserved. And we know already going into 2020, we got quite a class already, including Dave Batista and one of the almost other unique groups of all time that will be going in this year as 
Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall will be joining forces with their buddy X-Pac to become a two-time, two-time, oh, dare I say it again? Yes, I will. Two-time Hall of Famers. <laughs> the NWO. So congratulations to Dave Batista, certainly, and congratulations to the NWO. But folks, I'm sure we're going to see more Hall of Famers come up in the new year, including maybe possibly Brian Pillman, Owen Hart. Hello. Possibly, we don't know, maybe even Chris Benoit or even John Cena and even The Undertaker. No, we don't no. know yet. Uh, no, no. Don't think that Chris Benoit will be there. I do think Cena or The Undertaker will go in. Oh, I yeah. can see that. Go- or even The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I can see him going in this year. Folks, we're definitely going to be watching. We already because know who will be in the Hall of Fame it's right. in 2020. But we're just saying there's some more names. The NWO yeah, and Batista. I just mentioned that, yes. But I'm saying those the guys I mentioned already, these are the guys I feel that could get the, maybe in, added into the Hall of Fame. We don't know yet. But you can bet. And as of right now, it's still up in the air. But I'm hoping that I will be joining you guys live via satellite from a remote location, possibly maybe WrestleMania weekend from Tampa. Right now it's up in the air at the moment. But I can tell you folks how our... I plan on being there, hopefully. If not this year, then definitely next year. There has been talk already Los Angeles might be hosted next year. So if I do not go this year, I will definitely go next year to Los Angeles. I've never been to L.A. and California before. And there's already talk they could be having it in the new SoFi Stadium, which is already seating in between seventy-five to almost 100,000 people. I'll tell you one thing. If I don't make it to Tampa this year, and to our good friend Nell Patel's neck of the woods down there, Howard, at Raymond James Stadium in front of 75, 80,000 people, you can bet that next year. You will bet your sweet bippy next year I will go out to Los Angeles for the first time ever and see it with my eyes, California, with open eyes, and be smiling as wide as can be as we might have the biggest, if not the biggest crowd ever for WrestleMania. Everyone said that AT&T for WrestleMania 32 was the largest. I later found out that was not so much true. It was still decent, but it wasn't one of the biggest crowds ever. But I will say this. Next year, however, if it does come to LA, like they're saying already, you can bet right now there will be the biggest crowd ever, possibly anywhere between eighty and a hundred thousand people, which is just amazing, absolutely amazing. So we'll see what happens, folks. But I'm telling you right now, keep your fingers crossed that one of these next two days I'll be at the show, and I will definitely be having a roving live report from both locations, one of the locations, whatever location it may be. But if not, hey, it's still okay. But I'm planning on being down there come April. You can bet in Tampa for this year's WrestleMania. I'm definitely not going to miss it this year. I hope to make it. But we'll see. Okay. You're back up again, uh, John. So go right ahead. What's your well, next let me talk, Well, let me uh, start by saying I'm going to use another WrestleMania weekend out of my book and go with the paper, the pay-per-view itself. Out. Yes. Several hours long. We Which, saw some believe hot... it or not, was a pretty yes. good pay-per-view. Yes, oh, I would agree. It was a very good meeting, no question about it. We saw some surprises that we did not think we would see, including the opening matchup for the Universal title, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, which Seth Rollins burned it down and set the... Uh, Universal title ablaze, however, in front of the whole world to see. And then, later in the night, Seth's girlfriend and my girl, however, Becky Lynch, the Irish last kicker, however, make history in itself, along with Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey, by becoming the first three women ever to headline a main event. I mean, this was on well and, after midnight, folks. And the big went, come up. Good. And the big come up, come up and, and down. Because yeah, oh, yes. Because you wouldn't... You would not expect from the last 35 years since WrestleMania opened in 1985 yes. that you can hear a lot of people saying from the 80s, 90s, and even 2000 into today. You would yep. hear people say, oh, these women are not going to be like the men. They're not going to be in WrestleMania. Well, guess right. what? Well, guess Well, to the people who said that in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today, in your face. Oh, yeah. I would agree. 
and you're right. And to see how long this show was, I mean, I remember watching this. All right, I told you, I was up until two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. We both were watching this show that night. All, I mean, to people who went to sleep that night and did not watch this show the whole way through, however, I respect that and I admire that. You probably had to work school, go to school the next day. That's understandable. Or if you even had the network tower, you probably caught the highlights tower the next night on Raw. But John and I were one of many people, I'm sure, that were up well late past the midnight hour that night. And what we saw that night, like you said, John Howard, and for people who for 35 plus years were told they would never headline a big event like WrestleMania, they would never actually steal the show. Well, guess what? They stole the show, all right? Would it you believe in 85 that, that they would say a, that Alon and Kai and Wendy Rector wouldn't main event WrestleMania? No. No. Did they, did they say in 94, Alondra and Alon can't main event WrestleMania? Can main event WrestleMania? No. no. 99. Sable and Tori. No. Nope. They did come. They, they did come. But Terry no, and the cat. No. No. But they did come close one time. The only time they came close until this past year, and it was stuck in the middle of the card, if you remember, was three years ago, when it was Sasha, when it was Becky and Charlotte in Texas, and at that time. We talked about it, I remember, when we were just starting out on Raw Radio and all these shows, that that should be your headline. And that was the start of the, and that was the, start of the women's revolution, too. At right. That. Yeah. This was, we, when, we, this was when we started seeing more and more of the women. We, we didn't need any of these crappy matches like we saw when with Summer Rae, Natalia, Alicia Fox, Paige, and all the others. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they had good, good smart. You look at Natalia; they had good matches. You look at yes. Natalia; she's still in the charge. See, I think uh, you're you're right. You're 100 percent right, and I and, agree with you. And look at the women. Look how the women's revolution has turned out to this day. Yes. You know what? You know, and you're going to probably agree with me on this. You know what? It actually got back its recognition. You'll probably agree with me on this. I mean, you talk about the 2000s. Yes, we talk about Lita. We talk about Trish. Okay. We all get that. Yes, they were fine in their heyday. And we're not saying anything disrespectful to either one of them. Or Stacey Keebler, or Tori, or any of the other women. I mean, they had these unique matches on pay-per-view, on house shows, and on, uh, like I said, other places. However, like I said, however, at the time, however, there was a lot of questions, however, that when WWE would get back its luster, when it would get back the women's division. The last time the women's division was actually any good was when Lita and Trish headlined probably one of the greatest main events on Raw. And oh, that yeah. was, I believe, back in 07 and 08. But I'll tell you when it happened. You know when no, it, it was first came It was 04. Okay. You know when it came back around? You're going to agree with me on this. It came back 10 years later. Go back to Charlotte and Natty the first time they fought. It NXT yeah. at full sale. The night that happened, NXT was still an afterthought. People thought, okay, you got Natalia Nightheart, the Dar of Brett, the, the niece of Brett the Hitman Hart, and the Dar of Jim the Animal Nightheart taking on the Dar of Ric Flair, a 19-year-old Charlotte Flair who was just starting out in school with her fellow best friend Sasha Banks, the huggable, lovable Bailey, Becky Lynch, Paige. And at the time, she was just trying to get her feet in the door. That night, Full Sail took notice. That night, WWE kind of sat up and said, Okay, this is the first time in 10 years the women are showing us something. And they're doing it with two people who have a family tree legacy in Natalia and also in Charlotte. But then fast forward the clock again two years after that. When Charlotte took on Becky taking on Sasha at WrestleMania 32 three years ago. They finally realized how our, no longer was the uh, like a, excitement down at Full Sail. They had seen it come full circle from Full Sail to the main roster. And that's when the women's revolution took off with like a spark. It lit a fuse, if you will. And from there, yeah, there was still some good matches in NXT, including Sasha and Bailey from NXT Brooklyn the very first year in 2015 or 2016, later that year. But ever since then, 
Yes, we've seen those gimmick matches go back to the same old crap a good bit of the time. But there have been times, however, that the women still outshine the men, whether it be on Raw, SmackDown, house shows, pay-per-view. It doesn't really matter. The women have shown in the last year or two, or even in, they showed even this year, that they finally could kick in the door. Like you said, go back to 1985. You think Lonnie Kai and Wendy Richter would have made event at WrestleMania if it hadn't been for Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Piper, and Orndorff? Hell no. Do you think Alundra Blaze would have done the same thing with Lonnie Kai in 1994, nine years after the first WrestleMania, WrestleMania 10, despite two great matches between Bret Hart and his brother Owen and the big infamous ladder match? No. It wasn't until 2016 and then two years before that, in 2014, that the women's revolution started to take off. And this year, how the women showed how a good bit of the year, especially in this year's WrestleMania, in front of 80,000 people, well after the midnight hour into the early morning hours, that they could steal the show, that they could be the big top dog, no pun intended, that they could excite everyone despite doing bumps and bruises and hits and misses. And they did well. And so to Charlotte Flair, to Becky, and to Rhonda, John, myself, and the rest of the gang definitely give them a tip of the cap. And well-deserved a tip of the cap. Because they absolutely went out there and they absolutely stole it. And stole it in a good way. So, that being said, no question about it, these three women made this very, very exciting to become a fan again. And they definitely made everything exciting to watch in 2019. So, I would say that was another moment that would definitely, definitely not I, I agree. Okay. Okay. Um, let me just take care of the, uh, uh, Hold on a second. I'll be right back with you in a second. We'll continue this moment in conversation in just a minute. I'll be right back. All right. Okay, I'm back. Right. Okay. Let's continue the countdown here, ladies and gentlemen. Before we do, I want to remind you that Revolution will be back on Friday night as well. One three eight five two one pounds ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out at 9 p.m. John will be off, however, at the birthdays of Nate, Chad, uh, Chad John, uh, Gerard, myself, Fonzie, and Danny, as well as Michelle. And the rest of the game will be on, but John will be off this Friday, taking off the first weekend of the new year, but will be back with me to start... The New Year's edition of Raw Radio, episode 223 this week. So you definitely don't want to miss that this coming Monday, but he will not be with us on Friday. All right, let's go to you for your uh, next moment, John. What do you got for us? All right. Now I'm going to go down to Raw, the Raw reunion in July. Okay, that's a good one. Yes. There were a lot of interesting moments. Including some moments that stood out for me the most, and I hate saying this, but it's got me the 24-7 title. Yes. This was a very disturbing thing to watch. I mean, Mick Foley thought, however, he could create success with this whole thing, and it wasn't that very exciting, to say the least. I would have to agree with you there. I mean, we've seen a lot yeah, of but, things happen with it. But Go still, ahead. admittedly, admittedly, Turned out to be somewhat good for the most part until it went back to its old luster in. Yes, oh, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. And then when, and then seeing Stone Cold, Hogan, and Flair all together in the ring, made for a yes. perfect segment. I would agree there. I would definitely agree with you there. Good point. Very good point indeed. Um before I give you my next one, however, I did hear this today. I don't know if you heard this earlier today, John, or not. There was some talk, believe it or not, earlier today. I mean, just a couple of days removed after being fired as the first-year head coach of the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have dismissed their general manager, John Dorsey. He was fired today, ladies and gentlemen, after three years on the job, believe it or not. So apparently the Cleveland Browns are now looking not only for a new coach, but a GM as well, as they gave John Dorsey his walking papers today. Uh, my next moment's an interesting one, and this one is the one that makes me... I'm going to play the same clip I, I, I did early, I did last night, last 
Black Monday again. Okay. Because of somebody leaving. Okay. Um, my next moment is a good one. There we go. I'm a, okay. <laughs> yes. Good one. That's a good one. All right. I'm going to go. My next moment, however, is one that makes me really cringe. This one really made me sit up and just make me want to barf. Uh, Baron Corbin, however, proclaiming himself King Corbin. I mean, this was horrible, folks. This is a guy who was so bad, and I do mean it, folks, so bad, that WWE figured, however, like I said, however, they thought, okay, like I said, however, this was going to be a success. This was going to be a big thing to make him King of the Ring, however. Well, what has he done since King of the Ring besides kissing Vince McMahon's hind end and also Corey Graves' backside? Not a whole hell of a lot. So that, to me, is my uh, vomit, another vomit-inducing moment of the year, if you will. So I'm going to say that was my next moment. All right, we have time for two more, ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap up things here. So we're going to go back to Don again, however, with his uh, next moment. So that being said, let's turn it back over to him once again. All right. Now, here's something I I find found back. All right. Now, now here's something I've, that I found extremely bad. Please. The whole Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin, and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch story. Yes, yes, I would would agree. I would agree with you there. I would definitely agree with you there. Good point there. I didn't understand that thing either. I I was really unsure about that. However, that's that's a very good point there you bring up there. Very, very good point indeed. All right, my next moment, however... Hello? Yeah, hold on. I'm just... Hold on a second. Excuse me. Do you know where the... Hold on. Do you know where the signers are? The juice signers? And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, well, Tom's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to also plug for you Bulldog DVD sales of Bright where tonight, ladies and gentlemen, until midnight, ladies and gentlemen, you can get DVDs and Blu-rays for $1. $1 only, ladies and gentlemen. But unfortunately, beginning tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, all DVDs and Blu-rays containing one or two discs will still be a dollar, but also all DVD Blu-rays containing three or more discs will be $2. So if you're looking for a, a good uh, after-Christmas uh, gift tower and ready to start the new decade and new year uh, bang here. Check out on Facebook today, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Tell them J.D. the Iceman sent you, and definitely talk to Mr. W. All right, I'm back. All right, welcome back, John. And as we said, folks, however, uh, right now we can tell you, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, we take up all the cost to bring you the best selection ever. And right now you can check out some of the best movies out, including... Still Bang Noise, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Tommy Boy, American Beauty, Hot Time Tub Machine, Collateral, Something's Gotta Give, Rudy, Stand By Me, Sin City, A Guy Thing, 27 Dresses, A Prairie Home Campaign, Bridget Jones, Diary, Mr. Deeds, Mean Girl, We Were Soldiers, Snatch, National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, Catch Me If You Can, Marley and Me, The Passion of the Christ, The Lizzie McGuire Movie, uh, Friends with Benefits, Airplane, Under the Tuscan Sun, Waitress, Zoolander, Saved, Sneakers, All in the Family, third season, the first season of Dave Chappelle, The Fast and the Furious, Ladies and Young, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I Am Legend, and many, many more. Again, tonight until midnight, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to get any of these DVDs, you might want to check out that page here on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. But again, beginning tomorrow morning, however, at 6 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, when the store opens, ladies and gentlemen, all DVDs and Blu-rays contain one or two discs will be effective, however, $1, but also... All DVD, Blu-rays containing three or more will be charged $2. So if you're looking for an after-Christmas uh, gift tower, ladies and gentlemen, however, you definitely want to check that out on Facebook.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, John will tell you that beginning next Monday, he will have his first podcast of 2020. John, where can we check that out to let everyone know? On Facebook.com. Yes. Be sure to check out, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, on John Groves Wrestling Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, he will have a lot to talk about, including... 
his thoughts about the holiday season as well as a preview of what to come in the new year. Also, a look back at the NHL first week of the postseason, plus the college football playoffs, however, continue to heat up. Of course, some big bowl games coming up, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, including Michigan and Alabama. Oregon, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen, and Georgia and Wisconsin, however, in the Sugar Bowl. But right now, we've got some bowl games going on for you tonight, however, and today. Here are the games, ladies and gentlemen, that are going on right now. First off, however, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, however, in the Belk Bowl, the University of Kentucky beat John's boys in a tough one, 37-3, what was a very good game. Meanwhile, Arizona State, however, won the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl in a very thrilling game, 20-14. Meanwhile, Navy beat Kansas State in a tight one at the Liberty Bowl, 20-17. And right now, late in the fourth quarter, Wyoming is beating Georgia State 38-17, to however, in the Arizona Bowl. While well, just starting underway, getting underway in the Alamo Bowl, however, it is nothing-nothing between Utah and Texas. We will be watching that game very, very carefully. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we got some hockey news to report for you, ladies and gentlemen, before I get into my next moment here. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, coming up earlier tonight, of course, John's boys this afternoon lost a tough one hour, 4-3. to three. But the Pittsburgh Penguins, however, continue to do very well, however, as they beat the Ottawa Senators 5-2. to two. But unfortunately, they suffered another big blow, ladies and gentlemen, last oh, night. Jake sorry. Getzel, their 25-year-old co-assistant captain, however, who had 20 goals, however, injured his shoulder last night, ladies and gentlemen, in a freak accident in the third period of that game, oh, however, God. against the Senators. Yeah, but this is where it gets worse, however. Apparently, Getzel had shoulder surgery today, and as a result, he will be out the rest of the season. He is done for the year, folks. Four to six months minimum, they're saying, and that is a huge blow for the Penguins, to say the least. Meanwhile, of course, tomorrow we got a very exciting game. The National Predators and the Dallas Senators will be playing in the Cotton Bowl in the Winter Classic there in Dallas uh, for the first uh, Winter Classic of the new decade in Big D. We're going to get a report on the weather for that game right now for tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, at 2 p.m. Right now they are calling right now at the moment. It's 48 partly cloudy. Right now at the moment they're calling, however, for a little slight chance of rain tomorrow, but not a big chance of rain. So it's going to be a decent day in Dallas for the hockey game outdoors in Dallas as the Sens and, of course, uh, the Stars will be playing in Big D. You know, game time is just after 1 o'clock, and the temperature for the game will be a high of 52 degrees. Yes, John, you were about to say something. Go ahead. You know, I don't want to jinx, I don't want to jinx this weather. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to me like, like, it's, like it's been winter just yet. Yo, I agree. I would agree. Although today here in Pittsburgh, it feels like it, though. I'll tell you what, though. But looking at the weather forecast for the next couple of days, let's take a look. Tomorrow, your neck of the woods, John, will be 45 and sunny, followed by sun and clouds at 53 Thursday, 56 and rain, 57 on Saturday, but then sun and clouds 38, 42 and sunny on Monday, and 39 sun and clouds on Tuesday is what your weather forecast is looking like. My neck of the woods right now for tonight at the moment, however, it's 32 and snow, but tomorrow will be sun and clouds 39, Rain with some sun and clouds on Thursday, 50. Rain on Friday, 50. Sun and clouds with a chance of rain on Saturday, 47. 34, 35, and 37 with cloudy skies Sunday through Tuesday in Pittsburgh. Right now it's 35 degrees and chilly and snow flurries going on in Pittsburgh tonight. So that is what the weather looks like right there. Meanwhile, let's take a look and tell you what's going on in other places as far as weather goes and give you an early uh, indication what the weather is looking like for this New, Year ha- New Year's Eve. Uh, our friend Nanel Patel's neck of the woods right now. However, tomorrow's going to be sun and clouds. However, high is 68. 80, however, on Thursday. 83 on Friday. Then back to 70 with a chance of rain on Saturday. But then 60, 65, and 68, however, sunshine, however, Sunday through Tuesday next week, however, in the Tampa area. But right now it is 62 and partly cloudy, however, However, in Tampa and mostly cloudy skies. In Trinity, North Carolina, home of Mr. WCW, it is a clear, balmy night, however, at 49 degrees right now. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds, 53, however. A chance of rain with sun and clouds, however, Thursday and Friday, 56 and 63. Rain on Saturday, 62. But then sunshine, 51 and 54, respectively, Sunday and Monday. And then 58 next Tuesday with sun and clouds. But right now it is a balmy, 49 degrees and clear skies, however, in that neck of the woods of Trinity, North Carolina. Meanwhile, we'll give you an early report of what it's going to be like in Palmyra as well as Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, in Jacksonville, Arkansas. First off, we'll go to Toronto next, home of our good friend GTS, King NW George T. Smith. They are under a weather advisory tonight. It'll be cloudy skies tomorrow for the new year, high of 34, however, sun and clouds on Thursday, 42. Rain, however, 43, however, on Friday. Rain, snow mix on Saturday, 39. Sunday, hey, um, 
Club Sunday, thirty-five. Yeah, I'd like and one. Then, I would like one of those. Those five. Yeah. Uh, a chance oh, of uh, oh. clouds and a flake or two on Monday, 35, and 31 and cloudy on Tuesday. Right now it's 34 and cloudy in Toronto. Again, they are under a weather advisory right now in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, for tonight, however. But again, it will be clear tomorrow, however, in Toronto. Meanwhile, in Palmyra, Virginia, the home of MLD, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle and Dodds, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you a report on the weather there. It is 43 and mostly cloudy. Tomorrow will be sunny and 55, however, which isn't too bad with sunshine. Sun and clouds at 58 on Thursday. 61 with a chance of sun and clouds, however, both Friday and Saturday, but a chance of rain, too, each day. 50 on Sunday as sun and clouds will evade there. 49 on Monday, and then 51 on Tuesday. So it doesn't look too bad in Palmyra. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, in Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, it will be, however, 55 and cloudy tomorrow. 58 with some sun and clouds, however, the chance of rain on Thursday. 60 on Friday with the same. 51 with sun and clouds on Saturday. 57 and sunny on Saturday. Right now it's 42 and clear right now in Jacksonville, Arkansas at the moment. 58 on Monday with sun and clouds. And then 49, however, possibly maybe 52 on Tuesday. So there you go, folks. A little bit of the weather forecast of what's going on in everyone's neck of the woods to start off the new year. All right, so uh, John, I believe, gave us his moment. However, I will give you my final moment of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, before we tie a bow on this baby and wrap it up for the evening. My last moment, however, is going to be, ooh, I'm going to say, however, oh, this is a real tough one here. I'm going to say this, yeah, this is a tough one, however, like I said. Uh, Like I said, um, I'm going to say, oh, boy, I can't remember. Let me think here. Give me a minute here, folks. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say my final moment of the year would be involving Brock Lesnar. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar holding the Universal title hostage. I mean, he's been doing it most of the last couple of years. I would say uh, that is my one of my least favorite moments of the year. Hopefully, starting in the new year, we're going to see someone else hold the belt or at least do something else with the belt, but we'll have to wait and see. So that is my final moment of the evening. John, what is your final moment of the evening? Okay. Uh, the final moment would have to be, and I gotta say this, and I've saved the best for last, Yes. AEW TV debut in October. That's a good moment. I saved the best for last. (laughs) Yes, that's a good moment. That's a very good moment there, yes. And your neck of the woods, Washington, D.C. at the Capital One Arena. It was quite a night there. I had a chance to see AEW. A few weeks after they made their debut in Pittsburgh, hopefully they'll be back in Washington, Pittsburgh in the new year. Very good moment there indeed, John. Very good indeed. All right. Yes. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up here a little bit early. However, we do want to thank all of you, however, for joining us here on what was a very well, one more thing before. Evening. Yes. Before I leave, I want to say yes. my piece. Pete. Please go ahead. It's been a great, been a great 2019. Yes. Been a great decade. Lucky I've got got to be here four four years ago. I mean yes. six. I mean five years ago. Yes. We and you barely didn't know each other That's until right. until we got on the radio or one of those radio shows. We're not going to mention their names. No. But but when we started Raw Radio and when when you told me to come on this show. I was like, okay, it's just going to be one of those crazy, another scam. Hold on. But, um, no, it wasn't. We, we've gotten along great with these guys, and we'll proceed to do so in the near future, in the next decade. I could have said that any better, John, and I would agree. Yes, I mean, it has been, a, it has been one hell of a ride the last five years, and, and John could not have said that any better. And, we also, like I said, want to thank Gerard, Michelle, and Chad, and the rest of all of you, oh, yeah. all of us, just, uh, because without them, it wouldn't have been possible. But as John said, it was five years ago that John and I first started to click with uh, Raw Radio. We got off to a very interesting start, Howard, and if it wasn't for Chad giving us our show, Raw Radio, we would not be here. But then from there, I introduced uh, Chad, or not Chad, John, to the 
gang, of course, and we got to know Chad and Gerard and Michelle and everyone else on the show. And we've also got to know through a lot of other people, like Fonzie, like Danny, from Ann, from uh, Rhonda, from uh, JML, from Jeff, uh, uh, Enel, and of course, other people who have graced us with our presence, and also the guests who have come on all of our shows. So to all of them, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. It has been one hell of a run so far. To that, I also say I think how I mean I couldn't say this any better. Uh, it's sort of like how Monday Night Football first began back in the 70s, in early 1970, when Howard Cosell began with Frank Gifford, and at the time, however, believe it or not, Howard Keith Jackson, believe it or not, however, it actually started off with Don Meredith, Keith Jackson, and Howard Cosell. It started, and Frank Gifford did not come until the second year. But basically, that's how it was at the start between myself and John Howard as the Cosell and the Meredith of the bunch. Then we took on Frank Gifford. Then we took on, of course, more people that would join our presence, like Alex Karasar, Fred the Hammer Williamson, O.J. Simpson, Al Michaels, if you will, Dan Deardorff, however, like I said, Howard, and, of course, many more people who have faced us on the Monday Night Shows, however, Monday Night Football sets over the uh, course of the last... Um, I think 1970, 2019, the last, uh, it'll be 50 years next year, half a century, which is crazy, but no, we're not at half a century, we're only less than half a decade in, five years to be exact, it'll be five years at the end, it'll be five years, almost going on six, it has been a fun ride, folks, and we're not going to slow down anytime soon unless something tells us to slow us down, so it has been a great ride, folks. It has been fantastic, and I'm looking forward to continuing this success into the new year and many more years to come. So, John, Me as you too. said, how, I mean, I couldn't say it better. I thank you. I thank Gerard and Chad and uh, Michelle and everyone and all of you people who have listened to all of our shows, not just this one, but every single show we've done on TalkShoe. And you've supplied a lot of us with history, birthdays, and dates on all the shows. Howard, so that is a tip of the cap to you, sir. And also to your new page, however, on Facebook that you've started up within the last year or two of all things sports-related, wrestling-related, movie-related, non-wrestling-related, news-related. It has been fun to watch and listen to. We're looking forward to seeing more of that in the new year and in more years to come as well. So, again, a tip of the cap to you, sir, on that as well. Folks, we're about ready to wrap this baby up and tie it up, how and get ready to pop open the champagne, how are here. Oh, that guy, I am leaving. Why don't you go ahead? I'll take us out for the evening. I'll see you at 9. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, the Young Suplex Machine is now leaving a little bit early on us, Howard, but he'll be back with us in a couple of hours as we'll continue the New Year's party. Howard, I'm going to uh, tie things up here, wrap up here, wrestling revisit. But, folks, next week we'll be ready to start episode 200, a new decade, a new year. So we can't wait to see you then. And, again, to all the people who have listened to our show, Howard, and all of our shows here on TalkShoe, we thank you all. And the new people who are listening to our shows for the first time, we hope that you will enjoy more of listening in of going back to listen to some of our legendary shows and also the new shows coming up in the new year and in the years to come as well. So, Gerard, Michelle, Chad, again, I thank you all from the bottom of my heart, and John does too, and everyone else thanks you too uh, for what has been a great ride so far, and we hope to continue the success into the new year, the new decade. And to all of our my friends who are starting to listen to, mostly at the Hop House, including the bartenders, Dayton, Missy, Jen, Casey, Kelly, Guys, the Iceman says, Happy New Year to your friends and family out there. And to the Barfly regulars of Maureen, Chuck, Brian, Brad, Billy, Dwayne, and everyone else, however. And, of course, in fact, I forgot everyone else, Dave, and, of course, uh, everyone else as well. The Iceman says, Happy New Year to all of you guys there at the Hop House as well. As the Barfly guys, however, who have enjoyed listening to my show or not listening to my show as well. I will see you guys hopefully, definitely right after the new year, in the next couple of days or so, and throughout the year, and in many more years to come, I'm sure. Guys, thank you so very much for joining us here on New Year's Eve. It has been a fun time, and we hope you enjoyed what was a great ride. And believe me, next week we're going to continue the party into a new decade. Because next week, folks, we might have even a bigger surprise for you, because we're going to might be starting to talk about some of the great moments of the Royal Rumble, and also, who knows, another moment or two might click up as well. So, folks, until next week... When we join you back here in the Wrestling Time Machine show for the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying Happy New Year to everyone out there. Be safe and be very careful tonight and in the New Year's to come. No JD loves you all, however, very, very much. Friends and family alike are on and off Facebook 
And be sure to check out all of our pages too, and also in one of our best pages also on Facebook, Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0, and join up today. Tell them J.D. Iceman sent you, and definitely ask to join. We might want to have you join our club as well. Anyway, folks, we will talk to you again in just a couple of hours, but we'll see you next week, however, with our Time Machine show again, and our first one of the new decade, and episode 200, which we will be hitting history in itself, however, as we pop open another case of champagne to start a new year off with a big bang, no pun intended, and a new decade with history in the making. So until next week, folks, as I've said many times over, and I keep, and I keep repeating myself, I'm sorry, that's one thing I keep doing quite a bit of, and I'm going to have to try to cut down on that maybe in the new year. Who knows? This is the Iceman saying so long, along with the human suplex machine for now. We will talk to you soon at 9 p.m. with Wrestling Revolution. And in the meantime, we will close it out with a great tune, however, from Annie Lennox and the Arrhythmics from 1983. It is Here Comes the Rain Again, however. And yes, we'll be coming again, however, same time, same place, next week in the new year of 2020. We'll see you then at episode 200 as we say goodnight from episode 199 and of the decade. As we say goodnight to you all from here on the Wrestling Visited Time Machine Show. See you next week, gang, and have a great new year.
We'll see you again next week, gang. And again, have a safe and wonderful Happy New Year. See you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.